What is going on, everybody? This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down episode number 72.0. And today, I have with me Anthony. Hello. And no Matt this week. He is traveling. He's actually getting back today, I believe. Uh, so he wasn't able to actually play a game this week. So Anthony and I decided to do a quick one-off episode where we sit down and just choose a game and play it for however long we want to and then just talk about it. So this show will probably be about 30 minutes. Yeah, and, and choose a game that we both already had so we didn't have to Spend money on something we were not going to play very long. Or enjoy. So we finally decided on a game called Dark. Uh, it was a game that came out in 2013, I believe. Um let me bring up the Wikipedia page. I am not ready for this. Yeah, I'm doing the same thing. Um, uh, let's see here. Wikipedia. And, by the, and just to say, everybody, guess what? It's on sale right now for 80% off on Steam. Don't buy it. Video game. Dark. There it is. Uh, released uh, July 3rd of 2013 on PC and July 9th on Xbox 360. Uh, created uh, by Real Realmforge. Realmforge. Excuse me, I um, made that weird. Yeah, so here's the list of games you might know know them for: Seville, which is a point-and-click adventure; uh, Mud TV, which is mad, ugly, dirty television. I've never heard of that. Patrician Patrician Four: Conquest by Trade. I know Seville, so that's the only one so far. But then I know these dungeons. They're from. They made that. Made Patrician Four: Rise of a Dynasty. They did Dungeons: The Dark Lord, Dark in 2013, Dungeons 2 in 2015, and Dungeons 3 in 2017. They like they're apparently a German studio. Uh, yeah, their publisher's which, Calypso. Which, yeah, and I, I like, the, the the fact that they're German makes a lot of sense when you get to like the voice acting. Yeah. So, um, gosh, where do I start? We, we Well, like we start with all of our... Well, you start... I can tell you where you start. You start with Blade. Okay. And you, so, <laughs> Back so in Blade 1998, was I watched yeah, a movie called Blade. <laughs> um, and Blade is a very stylized movie where they would end up using the Blade aesthetic for a movie called The Matrix. So lots of trench coats and leather and stuff, and vampires. And take that and just move it into this game. <laughs> Pretty much. Because this game starts off inside a club where techno music's playing, and the first response is, yes, I watched Blade 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, what I was going to do was start off with our history with this game. <laughs> Sorry, I... <laughs> Go back a little bit further. Yeah. Um, uh, well, Anthony, you already owned this game, so tell me your history with it. Uh, I thought it was another one of those games where, like, surely everybody has to be wrong, but I never played it. I picked it up for, like, next to nothing on Steam. So I was like, this can't be that bad. And um, to be fair, not wrong? Maybe? It, all right. Let's let's talk about my history with it. 
because I found it interesting. Um, they, they really marketed this game heavily. Mm. Uh, when it, when, before it came out, I had heard of dark. They, they first showed off screenshots of it and said, Hey, this new game's coming out on, uh, you know, PC, Xbox 360. Um, and this they was pushed the, the 360 exclusivity for consoles a lot. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. So it was, it was definitely out there. People were talking about it. Um, and so when it finally came down to it, you know, Ken was like, Hey, do you want to review this game? I got a code for dark. I was like, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll give it a shot. I mean, a lot of people's talking about it. And then, so I jumped into it and so first off, this game is not my kind of game. So this game is a stealth game. I am not a fan of stealth games. I realized that as soon as we started and like, I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. He's not a fan. I mean, I mean, oh, so full disclosure, I reviewed this game for ZTGD back in 2013. So five years ago. Um, and, you know, I gave it like a 5.5, which is slightly better than average. And I think it was because of just, we haven't really had that many games like this before. And I see what they were trying to do. They were trying to make it kind of like a vampire Batman game. It seemed like. Well... This, it doesn't work then mm-hmm. if that's what they're going for. Cause I definitely did not get that vibe at all. Um, it has a very interesting art style. Like, yeah, it's, crap. it's like a really pseudo cell shaded look. Well, but, but it doesn't go full cell shaded. It's cell shaded. It, the, the issue is, is that they went for this comic book style that doesn't work with the shading very well. So there's these really dark lines. Yeah. And it's, it reminds me of, I think part of it. Yeah. But this is the issue with these is that the models aren't really built for cell shading either. So it's cell shaded, but then it's not done well because like (laughs) the models are supposed to be realistic. I suppose, but then like everybody's eyes are too far apart. Yeah. I don't know. So let's just, I'm going to reading the Wikipedia page verbatim here. The plot, uh, the game follows the story of Eric Bain played by Doug Cockle. If you know who that is, that is Geralt of Rivia. Is that who this is? That is who this is. Okay. I'm just going to say right now, his voice acting sucks in this game. I think it's probably the the script. I don't know, man. Because he's I, actually I think, a really good voice actor. Yeah, I want to say it's... Hmm, I, I It's probably partially the script. I wonder if it's the character design, too. Like, he he's playing too grizzled of a character for somebody who's brand new to the whole world. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this game, this, the story is told almost like a film noir where the, 
the protagonist is constantly narrating everything that's going on, much like Max Payne, if you if anybody remembers that. But bad. Uh, but yeah, in, in kind of a bad way. Um, so plot is uh, Eric Bain, a newly turned vampire suffering from amnesia. Uh, he learns that his transformation is not complete and that if he does not drink the blood of his sire, he will mutate into a mindless ghoul. In order to avoid being such a foul creature, he receives missions to drink ancient vampires' blood. However, an angel in Eric's view appears to guide him to a righteous path and ease intolerable pain that comes from not drinking appropriate blood as it disappears. With a question of this vision, he tries to recover his deleted memories and his true self. Okay. Well... So every time the angel shows up, he, like, puts his palms to his, like, temples. Yeah. And it's one of the worst animations. It looks like it's, a scream. It's, yeah, it's it's on par with the Sonic 06 characters juggling invisible balls sort of bad. Like, it, the physics seem off. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't take into effect, like, that, like, this is a person, like, they're the way that they should be posing should be different. Like, you don't put your palms to your, like, temples. You you, you, you put your, like, fingers there. Like, it, or, like it, it's so weird, because his hands are, like, floating off his head a bit. It, it's, oh, it's bad. Everything, you can't describe it perfectly. <laughs> everything is floating off of something a bit in this game. Yeah, nothing's... So, oh, God, there's a lot to talk about to some extent. The thing is, we didn't even play that much of this game. <laughs> no, I, I, we both just finished the first chapter, right? Yeah, I put around two hours into it for this play. That's not right. Yeah. Because yeah. I was just like, I, you know what? I remember a lot of this game. <laughs> and I played four hours. Oh, my God. I, th- I, I mean, well, according to Steam, I don't even know if I got it up. Um, All together. Let me look it up. I fucking might as well. Let's see here. In total dark, I have played five hours. So I reviewed this game by putting around three hours into it. Yeah. Yeah, well. And I was over halfway through the game at that point. I think, I think, how long to beat said around seven hours to complete. Well, I can tell you why. So I guess the first, I'm just going to address the, the biggest complaint I have with this game. So it's a stealth game where you have to confront nearly every enemy. Yeah. And there is no sneaking around. Before. Yeah, there's no, there's no, so enemies don't have patterns that, so I, I've been pretty critical of Metal Gear Solid in the past, but it's been the story. The gameplay of Metal Gear Solid, albeit taken from the old MSX versions, basically, and then further even the old Wolfenstein PC game that was not the id creation. Um, yeah, the the stealth mechanics never changed a lot, but if it works, don't change it. And there, so but the thing with Metal Gear Solid is that you always had the ability to sort of take on an enemy head on. Eventually, you'd fall, but you you had the power to stop an enemy that saw you very quickly and get away. Right. Um, there's another game that came around the time of Metal Gear Solid called Thief, The Dark Project. Yes, I remember that. That game 
is purely stealth, but uses the same concepts. If you get found by an enemy, you're all probably going to die, is the reality of that game. But it's important to note these two different types of stealth. They allow you to move around the enemies, whether they have a full combat system that actually works or not. This game makes you... Like, it shoehorns you into killing everybody in the room, basically, to move on. Because there's no way to sneak around, because enemies just stand there. They don't... Not all of them move. Some move, fine, but they don't have enough of a search pattern. And it's hard to tell what they're going to do when they see you discover a body, etc. Because they kind of just start randomly moving around. Yeah, they will face weird directions yeah, while and moving. It's, and it's hard to tell who can see you because there's no light and dark meter. That was a thing that Thief did. Um, so I can't tell if I'm in the dark and actually are visible, but I stood at the end of a hallway underneath a light and bit one of the uh, guards in the museum. And there was another guard staring down the ways at me. And for, by all accounts, he should have seen me and didn't and that's just where this game's AI is and in that same area you have to go downstairs that kind of lead into a big foyer and there's two guards that are talking to each other and if I go down one set of stairs I'd be spotted but no one could actually see me like this game is very janky with its stealth and that's sort of the idea behind this game I suppose, but then again, they make you confront every enemy, and they don't give you enough powers to do so. I... Yeah, so they have powers. Uh, the vampire powers in this game, uh, if it feels like it has tinges, I'll put it that way, of Dishonored. Yeah, well, I mean, the main power is a warp power, and yeah. it's weird because I was thinking the same thing. That, yeah, this game feels like prototype Dishonored. Like, the, you know, the, the concept's much different because it has to do with vampires, but the certain powers that you get as a vampire that don't involve sucking blood are basically Dishonored powers. You have the warp, you have a like a uh, kill from range, like choke a guy using the force sort of thing, which I know isn't like a dishonored power, but it's there's equivalence, I guess, to some extent. There's a distract an enemy by making noise power. All these things should work way better than they do. Yeah. So they give you the blink power. We'll just call it the blink power. Yeah. To to get behind enemies. The problem is, is that unless you upgrade it, which you don't have enough points to upgrade it, uh, it's going to make a sound. So even if I blink behind a guy, he's just going to turn around and be like, what was that noise? So, and if you get spotted, if you're close enough to a guy, you can run up to him and just instantly kill him. So that's the thing about this game. There is no real combat in this game. Yeah, and that's another... Yeah, God, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's the other issue. There's, And it's weird, because there's that moment where you face the first boss, and he sends his little goons out for you. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, 
like in a sort of in-engine cutscene, he warps and kicks a guy in the face. And I was like, why can't I do that? Yeah. Well, it does that sometimes with their insta-kill. Instead of, like, breaking their neck, he then warps in front of them and, like, does a a uh, somersault kick. Yeah. Like, guile or something. <laughs> and then, um... Yeah. You'd think that would make sound, but apparently there's a guy standing right next to him We didn't hear that. Yeah. Uh... And then if you do get spotted and there's too many guys around, they're just going to shoot you and you're gonna constantly die. and then die. I mean, yeah, you can probably take maybe two or three hits before you finally go down. But, I mean, all these guys are carrying, like, freaking machine guns and they're going to hit you. Within about four seconds, you're dead. And there's no, there's no save spamming. They no. give you limited saves. And, like... I get it, because you don't want to cheese the game, but, like, your game isn't built well enough. Like, this is by no means the worst game I've ever played. It really isn't. It's just... This is... This is, like, the high end of a stealth segment in a game that's not supposed to have stealth. That's kind of where this lies. It is not a game that should be built all around stealth, because it doesn't do a good job of that. That is the perfect analogy. This is a game that's not normally a stealth game that has a stealth segment in it. That's what it feels like. Yeah, and it does. That stealth segment doesn't end. Yeah. Wow, uh, that's that's a perfect analogy right there. So, oh man, so there's there's weird. I feel like the engine wasn't properly utilized because as as we said, there's so many things about this game that like just doesn't work. Like how people look or certain things just don't seem right. So there's a part in this game where we first go. So let's back it up a little bit. Eric Bain, the main character, he wakes up at the entrance of a club, a nightclub. And he doesn't know how he got there. He feels weird and woozy. He's seeing visions of this angel thing talking to him. Um, and he runs into a few people at the club who are like, Hey, you're one of us now. He's like, what are you talking about? And they take him to a back room and they tell him, Hey, you're a vampire. Which is weird because why would they have to take him to a back room? Everybody there is a goddamn vampire. Everybody, uh, supposedly everybody's a vampire there. Hey, we're going to take you to the back room to explain everything that some, everybody, explain something to you that everybody else would just assume because that's this fucking club. And did you, so speaking of, of weird glitch things, did you talk to the woman? I think she was a bartender. Uh, she was supposed to be holding a cigarette in her hand. And it's floating above her hands? Uh, I didn't have that issue. Every time... Uh, the only... So, besides trying to get this game to run on PC, which it would sometimes start up, and then sometimes would pretend it's starting up, and then just disappear. Um, the only glitch I had was if I paused the game while I was in cover, unpaused, the character would just jump, like, into some... Like, he would either jump around the corner, or, like, he'd do a warp without me doing it, like, intentionally. That was the consistent glitch I had. Were you playing with a controller? 
Yes. Huh. Yeah, this game is goofy. To say the least. I can't imagine playing this game without a controller. Yeah, I can neither. Because uh, it's not good as it is. Yeah, this game seems like it was definitely developed for a controller in mind. They um, really pushed that Xbox exclusivity when this game came out. Yeah, I'm I'm curious as to how why it, how it even. Well, I'm curious to how it even runs on Xbox. Yeah, because like this game looks okay on PC, but I assume it's because I have a lot of anti-aliasing, which I don't think would be on the 360. Yeah. Oh, here's a weird one. I I did you go into, you played on PC right? Correct. So, did you go into the options? Uh, I don't. I mean, I changed it to 1080p. There is, yeah, which it doesn't start up at your no. settings, which is weird. No, it started, it started Oculus, in windowed mode for me. There's Oculus Rift support. What? Or HTC Vive support. One of the two. I think it's Oculus. It has official Oculus support. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It has official VR headset support. How do you play it in VR? I assume it's just... Dude, I don't know. Like a 3D camera, basically? I I, I assume it's the exact same thing. And... Huh. I, I legitimately don't know. I just know that it was like, hey, we have VR headset. But it's not actual VR, because it's not marked on the Steam store. It's just... That had to have been patched in later, right? Because the the Oculus yeah, didn't even look, come out for yeah. But if you look, it's uh, the last patch sort of n- n- like news on it was December twenty thirteen. Um, like product updates, it doesn't have anything. Like I don't know why, but it was like yeah, we have support. So I was like, you got to be fucking me. There was nope. apparently DLC release for this thing. Yeah, I own the DLC Cult of the Dead. I don't oh. know where that is, but. Uh, Hmm. Yeah, this game's two thirty, and it's one dollar oh nine. Like it's two thirty in Canada, and it's a dollar nine uh, for the DLC. And I still don't think anyone should play this. Oh wow, the trailer says "Suck at Twilight," just to tell you where we were at in the world in twenty thirteen. Um, yeah, um, if Sam Fisher was a badass vampire, you'd get dark. <laughs> oh my god, dark. Dark looks to make the stealth genre cool again. Oh, these are bad. <laughs> Who are these from? Okay, let me let me let me go back. These I'll read them. Nomination for the best of E3 graphic art style by Gaming Excellence. Okay, fair. I mean, it's it definitely stood out for the time. Suck at Twilight at Gamer. That's just the name, I suppose. Uh, next one. Yeah. Uh, if Sam Fisher was a badass vampire, you'd get dark. Game Zone. Okay. Those dark sound like websites, make, but I don't. Yeah, know dark looks to make <laughs> the style genre cool again. Gamercast. Gamercast holds the holds the potential to compete with AAA games. Examiner. Was this before the game came out? I assume so. I want to be playing it so badly that I think I'm becoming Renfield mad. I have no idea what that is. Uh, Gaming Shogun. 
these are some. So this is this is the reason why previews are shit. These vampires are killers, and they mean business. Examiner. And now the gameplay trailer. Yeah, see, here's another one. You can finally tell it's a preview. Looks to be a fun mix of stealth and action. Worth playing. Well, I can tell you, the action is bad. Hmm. And it's showing earlier and later footage. I have to say... Eurogamer has one from their preview. Dark's unique mechanics look far too enticing to stay buried in the shadows. Yeah? You stand by that? Because the Metacritic score of 40 that is right there on the Steam page says otherwise. Sorry. Alright, well, I, I'm guessing my review is probably the highest. Uh, no. No. Um, yours was a 58, and it was not... Um, let me see here. God, we don't even get those scores anymore. Well, so, okay, so Dark Station was the highest at 70. Okay. Um, I don't hate that score. I can definitely see how people enjoy it. You are the second highest. Um, Great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at 58, multiplayer.it, uh, give it a 55. IGN Italia, 50. Hooked Gamers, 50. Games Radar Plus, 50. Eurogamer Germany, 50. Hardcore Gamer, 50. And that's when you start getting into the bads. Yeah. Polygon gave it a 30, which gives a shit. It's Polygon. GameSpot gave it a 35. IGN gave it a 40. I mean, and PC Gamer gave it a 43. This game, I wouldn't say, is a 43. This game is a 50. You know, it's a middle of the road. It's a five. It is as bland as bland can be. And I'm just going to say it. There is a game called, I want to say it's pronounced Aragami. Um, It's spelled A-R-A-G-A-M-I. It's a stealth game. It is on sale right now with the Steam sale. That will age this show perfectly. But, um... It's a very good game. It is a ninja stealth game. Um, it has a lot of the same sort of powers that you kind of blink between the shadows. Um, it has a very Tenchu sort of style as well. So it's a third um, person game? It's third person. It has the same sort of art style, like very um, cell shaded uh, heavy blacks sort of design. Um, far more color than Dark has, but it's really good. And I was just feeling like in this game, like maybe I should just play Aragami because like this game's not very good <laughs> at doing some of this stuff, and it's disappointing because like this game doesn't show a lack of competence. This game shows a misunderstanding of what makes stealth fun. Yeah, Eish, you know, I I I don't even know where to. I, I feel like I did this game an injustice. For this show, because I played, like I said, I played the first chapter. I played the tutorial, then I played the first chapter, which, granted, is about two and a half hours. Yeah, and and I mean, but I know it depends on how many times you go through that stuff too. Because what ends up happening, I don't think we did an injustice at all. Um, because <laughs> you go through a level, 
you had to murder so many people. You get two manual saves per section. Now, the section isn't the whole level, but it's where every sort of uh, autosave happens. You get It says saving avail- available, I think is the phrase that comes up to let you know you have saves refilled. Mm-hmm. The issue is, is so there's a couple sections that are fairly easy. But then they get into a part in the museum level where if you walk by certain like little uh, displays, they automatically talking. activate. Neat concept, but they don't allow you to use that to your advantage. Um, they don't... So so you have to kill... You have to basically kite enemies and murder them all, which is disappointing and not how you should handle a stealth game. And you are almost done everybody. There's maybe two guys left. You're killing one. The other guy sees you, starts shooting at you, and you die. And now you have to restart that whole thing over again. And it's not a a puzzle to figure out. It's just watching who can see you. And you have the Batman vision. Um, it's a really shitty Batman vision, which is probably for the best. It only kind of really shows you the enemies. It doesn't really show you the geometry of the level. Yeah. So you have to kind of figure out where they are, which is interesting. But the 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 issue is that like I might have it figured out, but an enemy has kind of walked off his normal path because that's just a thing that happens in this game. And again, it's hard to judge what they're how they're going to respond. So I kill I'm killing a guy. He finds my finds the body. And he starts looking around. And his looking around pattern is totally random. Well, that sucks. I can't I can't use any logic there. I just kinda have to lock out that he travels down a dead end, which happened to me multiple times, and then I get the guy. There's one part of this game where I actually killed one guy and snuck by all the rest. They introduced the ghouls, which is what happens to you when you don't get the, the blood of the vampire. The, that bitch you. That, that bitch you. <laughs> and um, they're eating a corpse, and there's a bunch of security guards walking around uh, nonchalantly. And they do make comment about it, um, which was kind of okay. Um, I had to... I stealth killed from a distance doing the force choke. Um, and I did it to one guy and ran past the ghouls and... Th- two other two or three other guards in that room it was one room i got to do that in every other room you better murder everybody because there's no way you're getting through well the thing and, is, and is every you... time you use a power it takes away from a bar so now you have to suck blood off of someone and that leaves you vulnerable but you can upgrade it so it's faster and doesn't make sound but that takes so many upgrade points and to get more upgrade points you have to suck blood yeah you just and have to kill just, guys yeah, and you so you end up just killing guys because fuck it. Well, you end like, up killing guys because you want to get those points so that you can upgrade your character. Yeah, if you, you skip guys, then you're missing out on upgrades. Yeah, like it's 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 this weird, and it should be it should be, and it's weird because they'll give you more points if you're not discovered. But I I didn't get in a single section of this game undiscovered. I I, I don't know if it was the whole level that you had to do undiscovered, but there's no fucking way. But don't worry, everybody, this game also has Steam trading cards. Another thing that I'm pretty sure was introduced after this game came out, 
Yeah. So that there you go. That uh, they supported the game, at least I guess. You know wild what? ass truck went by again. Yes. Support. I'm, I'm. I'm pretty sure it was Oculus. I don't want to start up. Um, it's hard to tell. This is. This is another thing with this game. Look up dark. That's right. Yeah. This is one of the worst. One of the worst. Um. Oh God, what is it? Um, search engine optimization SEO. Um, ever because I was trying to look up IMDb because I wanted to know who the fucking actor was playing the main character because he's. I'm, I'm the gruff guy playing a character. But, like, I'm the fresh-faced recruit of the vampires. He can't be gruff already. Like, this is... He's so edgy. Th- this game is, like... <laughs> this game is... This game has the style of Evanescence. I know what you mean. <laughs> I'm not wrong. And I don't want to say that. <laughs> Oh man. It's like somebody was like really into Evanescence and wrote like and and Twilight but also wanted to be really edgy, so they kinda combined all of that into this fucking mess. So yeah, oh, the look. uh I've got the club song that plays, so I'm gonna put that at the end of the episode. And then the main menu is just that song, but it's with violins instead of singing. <laughs> so bad. Like, it's not even the worst game. It's just like, what are you doing? See, that's the thing. Is like, is it a bad game? You, you say it's not a bad game, but the stealth doesn't work, and it's, it's a stealth game. Yeah, you know what? You're right. This is a bad game. It's not fun. It, it's not broken to the point where, like, Sonic 06 is. Yeah. Or like even to the, I guess the the um, Unearth title was to some extent. I don't even know if Unearth was broken. Man, that driving stuff was bad. That fighting. That let's put it this way: the fighting in that game, the fisticuffs was bad. Like was broken. That was broken. Yes. So this game runs better than that if you can get started, which I think is a is a. Um, more of a, uh, like, Windows issue. I, I, because it would start. Like, as soon as I got it started, it was fine. But, like, trying to get it from the stupid launcher to run was something else. Like, it would activate and then just disappear, which to some extent was like, maybe this is a good thing. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I've played worse. I, I, it's weird coming off Sonic 06. Maybe I'm just more apologetic because of it. But you're right. You know what? This game is built around a mechanic that this game doesn't do very well. Yeah. So I would say it's playable, but it's just going to be a very frustrating time. Yeah, it's not... You know what? It's not broken. It's just not fun. There you go. So anybody out there who bought Dark on my 5.8 recommendation... I do apologize. It's a five point eight, man. He could have given a five point seven, but the five point eight, I just the thresholds. Well, well, the thing is, is like according to ZTGD, five point oh is an average game, and I'd argue this is an average stealth game. Like anything worse than this is bad. It, this technically has a functional system, 
it's it functions. It's not it doesn't function well. It's the difference between a car running and a car like you know this car gets me where I need to go uncomfortably. There you go. You know? This is an uncomfortable car ride. Okay. Sometimes, again, I don't know why, but I, even when I went back today to finish up the museum, I was like, oh, we're going to do this again, huh? Yeah. It's like two times, and then all of a sudden it ran. I, sure. Um, fun enough. Fun, fun, fun fact. Uh, that I have a different computer since I reviewed Dark back in the day. Um, but Steam kept my saves. So, oh. so when I booted this game up, I saw my old saves from 2013. And I was like, hey. And I was in Chapter 4. You were like, yep. I realized why I stopped there. Susie started up this game again. Well, well, once you hit chapter two, you then say, "Ooh, this is a lot of what I already did." And then when you hit uh, chapter, then when you hit chapter three, you're like, "This is the same thing over and over so again." So I started chapter two. Uh huh. I stopped playing chapter two, and I have uninstalled this game, and I am not going back to it um, because of chapter two. Um, it's a big open room and it forces you to go through, fuck man, fuck this game on that level. Like, it's everything that's wrong about stealth, but it works okay. That's it. Like, it's this big open room and there's guards and now they're actually moving around, but then they have one position in a way where you have to take them out. But if you take them out, it makes noise. So the guards are going to notice. And then you got to hide the body. But the hiding the body takes so fucking long because he doesn't actually just pick up the body like Deus Ex. No, That's you, you go into first-person mode for some reason. And you, and you drag a body like almost like um, like Elder Hit- Scrolls or something. I was going to say Hitman was kind of how you drag bodies in Hitman. Yeah. The older ones by like a limb. Yeah. So, so, Unearthed is still the best game we've played for this year's theme. I had the most fun playing Unearthed so far. Yep. Yes. I, I'm with you on that. So, all, all because of the whole helicopter crash. <laughs> like, that helicopter crash, like, I, 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 like, I was, I was alone in this house. And, I, and when that helicopter crashed, I went, yay! <laughs> <laughs> and I was just, oh, this is... It's got a lot of heart. <laughs> I, it, it felt like those people understood what makes a game fun more so than the people that made Dark. So it was just the like the unkindest thing I've said. It was just the double whammy of a I don't like stealth games and b this game's not a great stealth game. Okay. Yeah. So we don't have any emails. I figured no one played this game. I don't remember people playing this game when it came out either. Well, I did. Uh, about three and a half hours. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh. You can next week. 
next week. Next week, though, we're everybody seems excited for this game. We listen. We've built this up now. What if it turns out to we be did, good? Okay, they didn't cancel a review copy for Ken because this game was too good. It's true. Well, I, I can't. I can't picture a game with a generic title like Secret Service got um, pulled from review copies because oh, this game's gonna blow everybody away. Well, I don't know. I don't even know where it says on Metacritic. I'm looking on right now. <laughs> they here. Here's a, here's. A, <laughs> all right. <laughs> it can't even get an average because there's only three official reviews for the 360 version okay. and one, one for the PS2 version. <laughs> this might be the this might be the the worst game ever, and no one knows because no one knows. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows it exists. What? There's a game called Secret Service and it's bad? Apparently. Official Xbox Magazine <laughs> gave it a 50. Okay. Uh, unless you dream of defending the president, there are better sacrifices. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Bang for your buck, but the bang of a party popper rather than a nuke. Xbox World 360 Magazine UK. IGN gave it a 45. Uh, I'm not reading the whole thing. Um, it hit early November 2008, um, just in time for the presidential election. Uh, Lord Almighty. And then the PS2 version from IGN got a 25. Oh wow! Oh, I'm gonna play the better, better version. Oh, and the, the oh wow! I don't want to spoil anything, so I won't read the user review of it. But there's one, and they gave it a one. Okay, we'll have to save Just, that for. This is gonna be so. Join us next week for what seems like the best game we're gonna play on here. So uh, I have to. First, hook up my Xbox 360 because this is not backwards compatible. Well, no shit. I'm sure. I'm sure. What is it? Activision? I think. I think so. I have the my PS2 copy right here. Yeah, I'm sure Activision's just rushing out to make it backwards compatible. Well, we'll see. I still got to work in 360. Can you use your Xbox One controller on 360? I don't think so. If that's the case, I have no way of playing this game. <laughs> does Matt does, does Matt listen to ones he's not on? I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, maybe you should surprise him with that next week. Uh, I don't think so. Well, we'll see what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> I personally have the PS2 copy, so... He also has the PS2 copy. Yep. So I'll, oh, be playing, I'll be playing the 360 version of that. It's also... I Because I probably will forget to bring it up, because I doubt I'll open up the case like I just did now. It's got the weirdest PS2 box. Um, anybody that has a PS2 game knows that you open it up, and what's it got inside? A disc. Right. And a memory card holder. 
Mm-hmm. This one does not. But it's an official PS2 case because it has the PlayStation logo. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, boy, I'm in for a treat! Yep. I can't wait. Apparently it's easy to 1,000 point that game. Oh, apparently the PS2 version has an impossible bomb defusing level. Spoilers. Okay. Well, I can't wait to jump into that one then. Uh, but yeah, if you'd like to send us an email, which I know you want to talk about Secret Service, if there's somebody out, if there is somebody out there who is playing Secret Service with us, you need to email me because th- th- why? we need to know your opinions on yeah, it. Please. Why did you do this? Um. <laughs> so it's uh it's Drew at ztgd.com. Uh, you can also tweet to us. I am at DML Fury, and Anthony is at Intersect. N-T-R-S-K-T. And the podcast itself is at ZTGD Phoenix Down. You need you need to message us if you put yourself through this pain. Yeah, even if you've played it in the past. It. Yeah, I don't recommend it. Yeah. If you have not purchased this game, don't. So... But if you have purchased it in the hopes that you were going to play it with us, please email please, me. Please. <laughs> this is this is one of the few times where we will beg for your emails because this is apparently notoriously bad and we'll get into that story. I'm sure we've told it on this podcast. I know it's been said on ZTGD. Yeah. So, But um, there's a story behind it and the site. So, What blows my mind is this game came out in 2008 on the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 2. In 2008, the only games that were releasing for the PlayStation 2 were FIFA games. Yeah. And I think PSP ports. That's about it. Yeah. So, that is very strange. But anyway, that's uh, that's it for us. We covered... Well, the first two hours of dark. I'm I'm sure the next 14 hours of dark would be about the same if it was that long. It would be. But, uh, yeah, that's it for us. Hope you guys have a great week. Until next time, I am Drew. And I am Anthony. And we're out here. You guys have a great one, and we'll be back next week. Enjoy this techno music. Yeah, enjoy this techno music that's coming in right now. But before that, we will be doing Secret Service.